Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 122 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your guy, I'm your host, Mike Curry, and I'm back again with another episode, man. This is episode number 122. Uh, last time I talked to you guys, I feel like a lot of stuff has happened. Like, we got the whole coronavirus thing, and it's, it's literally shut down everything. It shut down jobs, sports. I've never seen every sport on a hiatus. It's crazy what's going on. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to really touch on that. I'm not really going to talk about, you know, the coronavirus, you know. Um, I just hope that, you know, anybody I know personally doesn't get it, man. And it's just, it just needs to stop. Um, but, yeah, man, this is episode number 122. I got a lot to talk about. But before we hop into everything I'm about to discuss, I got my guy. I got the co-producer. I got my brother. Without him, man, uh, this podcast would not be going on, man. I say this every time I bring him on because I really mean it, man. It comes from the heart, man. Uh, so without further ado, man, I want to introduce my guy, Mr. B. Jones. B. Jones, what it do? What's up, Mike? I don't even know what time it is that I've been back. Maybe like the 8th, 9th, 10th. I don't even know. But, you know, it's always a pleasure to be in the pot. Yeah, something like that, man. You've been on here a good... It's been at least eight times. I'm going to just say that. Because I had you on three different times during the NFL season. So Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we got a, we got a ton of stuff to talk about. Um, uh, For my people that's on the IG Live, man, hello. I see uh see Janice is on here. I see my guy uh, Jalen is on here. Uh, we got Mika here. We got Jacob Brand Management. That's my aunt. So shout out to everybody that's tuning in on the IG Live. Uh, for you guys that don't know, I am collabing with my guy B. Jones. So you guys will not hear him. So if you guys see me, you know, periodically pausing and not saying anything, I'm listening to what he got to say. So you catch the full audio when I drop this thing tomorrow. But B. Jones, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, man, a bevy of things. But first, before we talk about everything that's going on in free agency, let's talk about this new NFL CBA. Um, as you know, uh, it was actually a pretty close vote, but we got... The new vote, we got the new CBA, man, is going down. Uh, the season is going to be extended to 17 games. And we got two additional playoff teams, uh, so one in each conference. Uh, just give me your thoughts real quick about the new CBA, whether you like it or not. But um, if you if, if you do or you don't, man, just give me your thoughts about it. I mean, I have, I have mixed feelings about it, you know. Um, first and foremost, when it comes to the players, I think the 17th game, the uh, your income is capped at $250,000. Now, I mm. think I, I think I did see that um, that if you have your like if, uh, if you have a contract already, so say somebody that signed like last year, like Russell Wilson, it doesn't count for mm. you, but it counts for new contracts moving forward. So I kind of feel like that's kind of cheating the players. But I feel like they put that clause in there because it benefits most of like the middle of the pack players and that like that's most of the players in the league so i feel like they put that in there to kind of do like a divide and conquer so the majority which are the players that are making that are not making like the have the maximum contracts and making the big dollars it'll seem like a better deal for them because it's like oh 17 games more revenue for the league more revenue for the players but in reality they're like they're kind of stifling the maximum amount that you can make with that 17th game. So the owners will benefit more. So as far as the playoffs, I feel like it'll vary from year to year. I feel like sometimes we'll, we'll get a, that seven seed will lead to a good matchup. And then sometimes, you know, it'll be a team that'll be like a seven and nine or eight and 18 that has no business being in the playoffs. Like um, mm. before, uh, like, like say if it went into effect last year, we would have seen, the Steelers led by Duck Hodges, played by Pat Mahomes. That's not, really, <laughs> that's not really a that's not really a good matchup. But then if you look at it like um, I think it was maybe like two years, three years ago, it was uh, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons all made the playoffs because they all had like eleven wins. So in a year like that, you know, it would kind of make more sense. So it'll kind of be more competitive. So I feel like that mm -hmm. aspect will kind of see how that plays out from year to year. And then um, I think the last major thing was the marijuana testing. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a good move. For but. sure, man, I feel it. I'm not gonna really echo everything that you said. Um, I do feel like the players they could have fought for a little bit more. You know, I felt like 
um, something that Shannon Sharp talked about. I felt like they could have really fought for, you know, getting rid of that franchise tag or just, I don't know, maybe like reducing it to like, I guess you don't get tagged twice or something. Remember, Kirk Cousins got tagged multiple times, but I felt like they could have did something or maybe fought for more guaranteed money because, you know, the NFL is the only league that all their money isn't fully guaranteed. And it's it's, you know, it's pretty much the most brutal sport out of all sports. So I felt like they could have maybe fought for that. Um, but I do like that it helps out the middle of the pack players, like you mentioned, and also the guys on practice squad, too. Um, they're going to make a lot more money. So, you know, shout out to, you know, the people who aren't necessarily stars and superstars of the league. Um, you know, they get to make more money, man. And, you know, this is this is a grueling sport, as you know, and you played it in high school. So, you, you know, man. So, I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm in between, man. I'm in between, yeah. like you said. Yeah, one more thing. Yeah, I feel like. Mm-hmm. In terms of that aspect, like in the like the middle of the pack players making more money, practice squad players making more money. But yeah, I think the CBA is going to be in effect for 10 more years. And I feel like the players didn't really make any strides when it comes to guaranteed money or even health care. Right. Exactly. So, exactly, bro. So, so I feel like I feel like they kind of threw in like a few a few like little doggy treats like the marijuana and then the making more money for the 17th game to kind of like dance around like the major topics like guaranteed money and healthcare. But, you know, maybe we'll get a different result next time, but we'll see. I mean, a decade is a long time, right? Like in 10 years, you know, me and you are going to be 35 years old. Like I felt like they should have, they should have, they, I don't know, man. I felt like they only looked at it like a short term thing, you know, like they just looked at it. What can they can get now and not so much of the long term? Yeah, because it was, it was kind of anticlimactic because we saw like these past few years, you know, players were talking about, oh, the NBA, they getting these guaranteed contracts, guaranteed contracts. And then the players just folded like immediately. Like, it was, I don't know, it was just kind of weird to me. I mean, we saw, yeah, we saw guys. Yeah, they was like, they, they were talking about how they like, man, I, I picked the wrong sport to play. Right. And all this stuff. I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. And then, I mean, we saw guys like fighting like Richard Sherman, Aaron Rodgers. I think J.J. Watt was in that group, too. But I think at the end of the day, the majority overruled because it was the the deal was more friendly to the middle of the pack players. And yeah. um, that's the majority of the league. So I feel like the owners did that strategically to get this bill passed. But, you know, it is what it is. For sure, for sure. They should have probably fought for like an additional buy or something too. But but let's move on, man. Let's move on. So I want to talk about it's kind of like it's kind of like leading. It's kind of like picking up where we left off. Um, You know, we got the players who got franchise tags, something I just said that um, they should have fought for. Um, But I'm just going to read off the list of names, man. If you want to touch on anything, just let me know. Um, But we got Hunter Henry tight end from the Chargers who was franchise tagged. Also, um, Baltimore Ravens linebacker Matthew Judon, who who had a really good year last year. He got franchise tagged. Um, Justin Simmons, safety from the Broncos. He got franchise tagged. Yannick Ngakwe um, from the Jaguars, who also got tagged, um, but he wants out. So I think we could potentially see him holding out if he doesn't get traded. Um, right. um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Brandon Scherf, offensive uh, lineman from the Redskins, he got tagged. Um, Redskins really had to do that because they also lost Eric Flowers and free agency. Um, Bud Dupree from the Steelers. Derrick Henry um, from the Titans, of course. Dak Prescott. A.J. Green. Keon Drake. Oh, he got a transition tag. Okay. Shaquille mm. Barrett. Chris Jones. Leonard Williams. Anthony Harris from the Vikings. Um, Joe Thune from the Patriots. So uh, And Leonard Williams uh, from the Giants. Uh, anything you got on that? So I'll say the standouts from that list are um, Dak, Derrick Henry. It was one more. Can you go over the top of the list real quick? Uh, you got Dak, Derrick Henry. Um, I said Justin Simmons, Yannick, um, Chris Yannick, Jones. Yannick. It was Yannick. It was Yannick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. so the standouts are Dak, Derrick Henry, and Yannick. Uh, Derrick Henry, it's interesting to see what will happen because we've seen – the past few years, the running backs that have gotten big deals, Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, and um, they, they they just got cut. And then Zeke got his big deal last year, and he didn't really mm-hmm. 
I mean, he was cool, but it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't worth sacrificing that much cap space. You know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah, running back is the most replaceable position. I think so. It'll be interesting to see how they handle the situation moving forward. Do are they just tagging him and then going to extend him, or are they going to you know just tag him, get one more year out of him, and then let him walk because? I mean, the Rams would be in a better position if they did that with Todd Gurley. But, um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, in, in terms of Yannick, it look, I mean, the Jaguars basically just, they've traded off all their players from their team that took them to the AFC Championship. So right. Yannick isn't looking like he wants to be there. So it'll be interesting to see how his situation plays out. And as far as that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a, this, they've been trying to get this deal done for a while and it hasn't been able to get done. I don't think he's going anywhere, but it'll, it'll just be an interesting situation to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I got mixed feelings about the Derrick Henry tag. I mean, I understand it, but it's just like, I mean, he literally carried Ryan Tannehill, you know what I'm saying? And Ryan Tannehill right. just got a huge boatload of money. And it's just like, Derrick Henry's not going to really, I mean, he's going to, I mean, you're going to get paid, but it's just for one year. It's probably, it's not the security that, of course, you know, these players are looking for. So I, I got mixed feelings on that. Um, The AJ Green tag is another interesting tag. Um, I mean, he's getting paid, um, but he, he's only played like eight or nine games in the past two years. So, I mean, I guess it's good for him, but I'm sure he kind of, I mean, financially it's good for him, but I'm sure he probably wanted to play elsewhere. And at least control his own destiny. That's the thing about this tag, man, that I was just touching on when we talked about the CBA. It, 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 it's, it's a gift and a curse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, But, yeah, man, let's move on, man. Let's talk about the big news that I'm sure everybody is waiting for us to talk about. And that is Tom Brady. Um, You know, he hit free agency for the first time in his career. Um, Very rare that you see a 42-year-old hit free agency. But Tom Brady... Um, hit free agency, and he's going to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So um, shout out to Tom Brady. Um, he finally hit free agency. He got to choose where he wanted to go. Um, B. Jones, what were your thoughts on this, man? Um, I kind of, I kind of um, figured this was coming. Like once he announced that he was leaving, I kind of assumed it would be Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, not really for any specific reason, but I'm, I was just thinking, like, I don't think it would really be any point for him to go to the Chargers, except that that's close to where he's from. But I feel like yeah. I feel like Tampa Bay just made the most sense to me. Um, what I will say, I, I don't think this is any, like, league-changing move. I think, right like talked before, I think it'll be, like, Brett Favre on the Jets, you know. He might, he might put up some... <laughs> He might put up some numbers, you know, you know, they might go eight and eight, nine or seven, but Tampa Bay historically is not a good organization and their defense isn't that great. You know, there's there's space for him to put up a lot of numbers on offense, but as we saw mm-hmm. last year, their defense is a liability. So I mean I like yeah. it's 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 definitely lead changing in the sense that Tom Brady isn't on the Patriots anymore. So that right, leaves right. a bunch of question marks from the Patriots, but I don't think the Bucks are a contender by any means. But as you mean, you know, it's cool. It's cool. You know, it'll be interesting to watch, see how it plays out. You get Tom Brady versus Drew Brees two times a year. So I guess that'll be interesting to see, but you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so this wasn't really a shock. I mean, when we kind of talked about it last week, I was like, uh, he could end up on the Bucks, and you were like, yeah, the Bucks. Like, right. but it, it became a reality because, like, the um, things started dwindling. Ryan Tannehill, he re-upped with the Titans, so that's a team that was off the board. Um, and um, I, to the Chargers, it just didn't make a lot of I mean, the Chargers made some sense, but I mean, the Buccaneers' weapons are better as far as receiver. So I just didn't know. I just didn't know about the Chargers. I just felt like if he wouldn't with the Chargers, well, I just didn't see him going there because he didn't want that smoke with Mahomes twice a year. And I think the Broncos are a team that's on the rise, and the Raiders are definitely a tough out. So I just didn't think he wanted that smoke. I mean, the NFC South is still tough. I mean, the Panthers are rebuilding, but the Saints are a playoff team. And the Falcons have proven to be a tough out. They gave the 49ers one of their few losses last year. So, 
I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting because, like you said, man, it's going to be Tom Brady on a different team. Like, who would have thought? You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be interesting in that aspect. I mean, you got two good receivers, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what else happens, man. We got Todd Gurley. We got released. Maybe he'll wind up there. But I, I won't take them serious until they – you know, make some moves on the defensive side. Because, I mean, they got a couple of pieces that I like, but obviously you need more than a couple of pieces to have a really good standout defense. Like They only got Devin White, uh, Vita Vea, um, Shaq Barrett, and JPP. Those are the only guys on that defense that I like. So right. I, I, I got I to see them do more. One more thing on that. The Bruce Arians mm-hmm. offense is usually a downfield passing offense. Yeah, it is. So yeah. You got here Burger, Andrew Luck, uh, um, Jameis, you know, Carson mm-hmm. Palmer. So it'll be interesting to see how Brady plays in that offense because, you know, he's 43 years old. And in the past few years, he hasn't really been much of a downfield passer. So that'll be something to keep an eye on. And they don't really have any type of running game or even that much of a pass catching running back they got ronald jones i guess but you know we we're used to seeing brady throw the underneath to julian edelman and james white so it'll be interesting to see how he looks in this type of offense yeah um i kind of think i think Deion lewis could wind up on the buccaneers i know that's kind of random but when you say yeah. james white it kind of just like clicked the pass catching back because he just got released like a week ago i could yeah, see I that I could definitely see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, um, but let's move on, man. We got um, – oh, well, let's we'll kind of stay on the Tom Brady Patriots thing. What do you think is next for the Patriots, man? Where do they go? Um, I know you read that article that came out earlier today. Um, mm-hmm. Just a few years ago, the Patriots had Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jacoby Brissett, and now they have neither one of the three. So what do you think is next for the Patriots? Um, do you think – do you think they're going to – I think they're going to be bad. I don't know how bad, but what do you think's going to happen, bro? Honestly, bro, I'm not sure because early on we saw Nick Foles and Andy Dalton linked to them. So far, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Foles is off the market. Um, Andy Dalton, he's still there. I don't think. So I, I feel like they're at a crossroads. Like I've, yeah. Not, uh, um, we're going to get to this later, but I feel like the Patriots are one of my losers in free agency because not only did they lose Tom Brady, they lost a lot of pieces on that defense as well. So, Kyle Van Noy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Collins. Jamie uh, Collins. They lost, I think it was a, f- a few more, too, like low-key pieces. But um, honestly, bro, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to try to run it back this year or I don't know if they're going to – you know, just take like a like a Warriors type of tank year and try to rebuild and get their quarterback of the future. It doesn't seem like they're interested in Cam Newton this far. I feel like that would be their best option in getting back into contention. But um, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to rebuild the de- defense and there's question marks as offense. Even if you bring in a new quarterback, you don't really have any clear cut number one receiver or option. So honestly, bro, I don't know where they go. I think. I don't know if Bill Belichick's ego will allow him to take a rebuild year, but I feel like right. like a like a, a slight little mini rebuild would be in the best interest for them. Definitely, I couldn't agree more, man. Um, you know, like this, like I like you just mentioned, man. Maybe get that quarterback next year. There's going to be two really good QBs coming out, Trevor Lawrence and also Justin Fields from Ohio State. Um, so yeah, the Patriots they they might want to tank. Um, I see this division as the Bills division. Um, next season, um, but we're going to talk about the Bills and what they just did to improve their team in a moment, but let's move on, man. We had some big news, some big running back news. Todd Gurley, um, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams, was released today, um, and they're going to have to pay a lot of, uh, he's going to be a huge hit in dead cap, um, but what were your thoughts on Todd Gurley getting released, man? I mean, when... First of all, when did he get extended? Was that before the Super Bowl? Like, it was two I, years ago, right after the Super Bowl. It was after the Super Bowl. Okay, so I, I feel I like... I think it was right after. I feel like that was a mistake, you know? Um, I feel like that was a mistake because towards the end of that year, that's when, you know, his knee issues started to surface. So I know that you just made the Super Bowl, so you think, you know, oh, yeah, we got our window open. Let's just uh, re-up on Todd Gurley. I feel like that was a mistake because 
we saw this past season, he he hasn't shown an ability to carry a workload since before that Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I feel like that blind leap of faith among other contracts that they have, you know, the Rams quiet is kept. They have maybe three. Well, now Tyler Gurley's gone, but at, before they cut Tyler Gurley, they might have had three of the worst contracts in the league with Jared Goff, Brandon yeah. Cook, Tyler Gurley. So, you know, that kind of cap strung them. Um, but I feel like cutting Todd Gurley, I feel like even with the dead cap, that was the best move that they had to make because Jared Goff plays best when he can rely on the play action and the running game is moving the ball. And Todd Gurley in the past two years showed that he wasn't able to do that anymore. So I feel like they had to get rid of him to build their team back into that identity that will allow Jared Goff to play well. Facts. All right. Oh, so it was it was before they it was the year before they went to the Super Bowl. Cause you remember okay. that year where okay. he like came out of nowhere. Right. Right. And, right. and he okay. was like, I think he was like an MVP candidate or something like that. Like he was having a really good he was having that monster year. I just right. remember because of the fantasy he like he slipped in drafts. And I think he had that really good year and they said, All right, we're gonna pay him. And right. then okay. next year they make the Super Bowl and that's when he started to get hurt. Yeah, that makes sense now. Okay. But yeah, yeah man. Yeah, but it's just crazy, man, because, I mean, me and you talked about this, like, for a minute. Like, we've been talking about this, like, on and off, how all of their contracts are bad. The golf contract, the Brandon Cooks contract, they're going to have to pay Jalen Ramsey. Like, it's just... Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. They're going to have to pay him, too. Um, You know, he was a steal for them when they they selected him. Like, it's just so many guys. I just... I just didn't know what the Rams were thinking. I mean, I kind of felt like they were like, all right, we got to make a splash. But, like, I felt like they weren't thinking long term. They were just thinking short term. You know, maybe we could win with this group of guys. But getting to the Super Bowl, getting back to that point is not easy. We've only really seen the Patriots, you know, have the ability to get back. I mean, we saw the Eagles. They won. They haven't gotten back. Like, they've been making the playoffs, you know, as a lower seed. But it, it's it's tough to get back. Carolina Panthers, they haven't gotten back. Um, Atlanta Falcons, they haven't gotten back. It's, it's so tough to do. It's so tough to do. And, you know, when we looked at the Rams, we thought, you know, great talent. Um, but it's just so hard to get back, man. It's so hard. The league, the NFL, it changes. And it changes very fast. So I'll say that, man. Um, they said he's interested in Miami. And he's also interested in Atlanta. So I guess he's, you know, he likes warm weather and money because, you know, mm-hmm. those, those two teams are winning. Even though I like the direction that the Dolphins are going, um, you know, if they get Tua, I definitely like the direction because that's their guy. But, um, yeah, man, they, 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 both of those teams are ways away. But let's move on, man. We had some crazy news that happened. I believe this was Monday. We had DeAndre Hopkins. And a fourth-round pick being sent over to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson, a second, and a future fourth. B. Jones, talk to me because I know you're a big fan of Nuke, and I know you're a big fan of Deshaun Watson. Talk to me right now. Free Deshaun Watson, man. Get that boy (laughs) out of Houston. Get that boy out of Houston. I mean, at this point, (laughs) it's become a a pattern with – with Bill O'Brien, you know, um, last year was the uh, Jadavian Clowney. This year is DeAndre Hopkins, and the Jadavian Clowney situation, I can kind of see an excuse for. He was in the last year of his contract, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he probably wasn't going to resign, so you're trying to get him out of there, get some value for you. Okay, right. I can see it. I can see it, but. I don't think they got a first-round pick in that deal. They might have, but I don't think so. I don't um, think it was either. I can look up the compensation yeah. real quick, though. Yeah, uh, double-check that for me real quick. I don't think they did. Um, they didn't get one for DeAndre Hopkins, but they did give up a first-round pick to get uh, LaRemy Tunsil and Kenny Stills. Um, so... I'm not even going to get into the whole DeAndre Hopkins, the comments that he said in the meeting. I mean, we don't have confirmation. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's, it came from his mouth, so, but via Michael Irvin. So, but I'm not going to really get into any speculation, gossip, anything like that. I'm just getting to the facts. The facts are that Bill O'Brien, I mean, I wouldn't say he's a top 10 coach, but he's not a bad coach. He's probably 
middle of the pack. But he's a mm-hmm. horrible GM. He's a horrible GM. I mean, I don't. It's I don't really understand the DeAndre Hopkins trade. He has three years left on his contract. He wasn't a lot. He wasn't uh, a legal problem. He didn't have legal problems like someone like AB or somebody like that. So you give you give up a guy that has three years left on his contract. The number one receiver, the best player on your offense besides Deshaun Watson, and you get back David Johnson. You don't even get a first round pick. Like I, it, it's just it's just baffling. It's just baffling, bro. I I don't I don't get it, yo. I I really don't get it. It's and, definitely baffling. Go ahead. And then you replace DeAndre Hopkins with Randall Cobb. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I don't get it I don't get it. <laughs> All right, so the trade that Clowney trade was the Seahawks traded Barkevius Mingo Jacob Martin in a 2023rd round pick to the Texans. So that was the trade for Clowney. He's a, he's a he's a bad GM. A I I'm not understanding. Like when I look at the Texans, I didn't think like I didn't think like they should have just hit the reset button. You know what I'm saying? Because it's what? I mean I, I joked around and said after they lost to the um, Chiefs after they blew that lead, I said I joked around and said they should disband the franchise. But I didn't really mean it. But now I really mean disband the franchise. Like this 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 stuff doesn't make any sense. These moves, like you just said, these moves that the Texans just made are baffling. DeAndre Hopkins, elite receiver, one of the best. Like you said, no legal concerns. You know, he's done everything you could have asked him to do. But my next thing is, what are your thoughts on uh, what Michael Irvin said on Get Up? Do you think that's valid? Do you think there's some validity to it? Um, just, just what you think, man. I mean, it probably was said, like, like Michael Irvin said it to... Uh... I mean, DeAndre Hopkins said it to Michael Irvin, so I don't think he has any reason to lie. And then when he tweeted, he was he just basically like he didn't deny that it happened. He was just saying, mm-hmm. no, I'm in, I'm in a new situation, you know, so I'm just trying to focus on that. So, I mean, right. I mean, I don't I mean, he's he's not going to get fired. So it's just like I don't know how that team is willing to play for him anymore. And he. Yeah. Had, GM power, and also uh, I forgot to mention that he had, he had, he had kind of tension with the past GM, uh, Rick Smith, and that's how he, mm-hmm. be- how he became the GM. So I mean, he's the common denominator in all these issues, and when that's the case, you have to look in the mirror and say that this guy is the issue. But I mean, the owners are giving him free reign to do whatever he wants. So obviously, you know, I don't, that doesn't seem they're too concerned about winning. That's crazy, man. It's no way that that can play well in the locker room. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I want to get the hell up out of Houston. Like it's, it, it, I don't care how much money they throw at him. Um, I feel like they could play hardball and franchise tag him, but no, I'm Deshaun Watson. I'm like, yo, you take away my best weapon, um, Will Fuller. He's good, but when he when he when he's available, you know what I'm saying? He's solid. Um, they got um Kenny Stills. I don't know if he's a free agent or not, but I mean, he's another guy that had injury history. And Randall Cobb, you, you feel a void with Randall Cobb? I just yeah, I don't get it, man. That's definitely a situation to watch. Uh, obviously, they can franchise tag him, but I, I think Deshaun Watson's days in Houston are numbered. Because obviously, they've shown that they, they're they not trying to put him in the best situation. Uh, especially Bill O'Brien, he's just trying to make ego calls. And he's powerful, yeah. so... Uh, I, I definitely think that he'll be on his way out of there soon. For sure, man. I, I just don't understand this entire situation. But let's move on real quick, man. Another wide receiver got traded. Um, it was Stefan Diggs being traded to the Buffalo Bills along with a seven-rounder um, in exchange for a 2020 first-round pick, a fifth, a sixth, and a 2021 fourth-round pick. Um, I thought this trade was good, man, because the Bills, 
they they're a team that needed weapons, man. I felt like if they had Stephon Diggs, they wouldn't have lost to the Texans. You know what I'm saying? Even though Deshaun Watson was, you know, making miraculous plays and making, you know, terrific, doing terrific things, just doing what Deshaun Watson does. But I think the Bills, man, uh, they got to the playoffs last year. They were happy to be there, and they looked themselves in the mirror and said, "We need to make another move. We need to make more moves." And they did so by acquiring Stephon Diggs, um, a guy who is. Uh, very elite at route running you know what i'm saying um I, I don't want to say he's an elite receiver but he's pretty good you know what i'm saying he's one of the best you know we know him you know him being a dmv guy you know what i'm saying we know that's how we know stefan Diggs. um but I, I like the move man because like i said buffalo is a team that needed to make this move they needed to acquire more talent and i mean even, even though this receiver class is loaded stefan Diggs, a guy that you know talent isn't you know just available to go get so i do like it um they do they do have a few more moves that i need them to make but i do like the moves that they made man picking up josh norman i felt like that's kind of it's kind of sneaky but uh you know number two corner across from shadavius white that's cool um that bill's defense was really really good last year so uh, i like the move man uh b jones what'd you think about this move love it love it love it you know um mm-hmm. I was high on the Bills coming in the last year. You sure uh, were. And that was with Josh Allen as a question mark. You know, they gave him Cole Beasley and John Brown. But, you know, he kind of mm-hmm. had like an up-and-down rookie year. And he proved yeah. that he was able to do enough, I feel like, bringing Stephon Diggs in will kind of – if he gets, That's a good compliment. That's a good yeah, compliment yeah, to those I, other guys you just mentioned. I feel like now is like now is like now or never for him. Like he has to right. put up, you know, last year, you know, he still kinda got the pass, you know, he's still young, you know, don't really have a number one receiver, but now stepping into year three, um, and you now you have a bona true bona fide number one receiver, I feel like now he has to like produce for real now. Um the conversation Definitely. the conversation was a little much, but I'm I'm not mad at it because the Bills, they've drafted well and made good free agent signings the past few years, so they're not yeah. really in need of those those picks. And they were picking late anyways. Yeah. Their so the first rounder was a late first rounder anyways. Yeah. The picks were nice to have, but, you know, they were in a position because of the moves they made previously um, that they were able to kind of, you know, get get those up to kind of get a number one receiver. But, you know, I'm like I'm liking the move. Um, I definitely have them as the front runners for the ASC East right now. That's crazy, man. That's crazy how things change, man. Um, but moving on, we had another trade. I feel like we had a lot of trades, man. But um, we had another trade, man. And this this trade happened today. Um. Shout out to everybody that's watching me on IG Live, man. I really appreciate all the love and support. Um, but we had Darius Slay being traded to the mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles for a third and a fifth rounder. thought this was a good move for the Eagles because I saw somewhere that they, they still have another third and another fifth. So those are just extra picks that they had. And uh, Darius Slay also gets a new deal, um, mm-hmm. three years, $50 million. Um, I don't I don't necessarily like what the Eagles have done. Um, so far this offseason, but this is a good move. You know, like you said earlier, it's about time they made a move. Um, they did lose Malcolm Jenkins. Um, I feel like they made another move, but I can't think of it they off get, the top uh, of my head. They signed a, they signed a D-tackle from Pittsburgh. Okay, um, okay, yeah, 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 they did. But, um, what else, man? Um, but yeah, I like the move. Um, I wish they would have, you know, I mean, they still can do some more things. Um, but if they think they're going to just run it back with, you know, getting Deshaun Jackson back, you know, more power to you. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen. Um, you know, Miles Sanders, he was stellar last year. But, I mean, if you're just going to run it back with all those guys I just mentioned, and Malcolm Jenkins was the heart and soul of that defense for quite some time, he gets to go back to the team that drafted the New Orleans Saints. Um, but Darius Slay is a good corner. Um, he has the name, the nickname Big Play Slay, you know. He's good, man. He's good, but I just feel like they got to do some more. Um, you know, obviously we got the draft coming up and, you know, free agency just really be done. So, I guess I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see real soon, but uh yeah, Darius Slate to the Eagles, we had to touch on it obviously. Any thoughts? Yeah, I think this was a um, step in the right direction like I like I said before, uh like you mentioned it was about time they make a they made a move. If they hadn't made this move, 
they definitely would have been one of my biggest losers in free agency mm-hmm. because prior to this move, they hadn't filled any of their holes on offense. You got right. Holes, you need they need a wide receiver. You lost Jordan Howard, so you need to bring in another running back. Uh, you lost Malcolm mm-hmm. Jenkins. You need to bring in a you know, bring in another safety, and your corners were suspect all last year. So you need to bring in another corner. And the only signing that you had made prior to this was a defensive tackle. Now, um, but yeah, th- I think this is a uh, the good move they got him for a good price, and now they got him locked up for three more years. Um, Darius Slay, he's a guy that can kind of lock up like those Amari Coopers and Terry McLaurin's mm-hmm. speed type of receiver. So I think it's definitely a step, a step in the right direction, but the Eagles definitely have a lot more holes to fill um, to uh, to catch up to, I think, Dallas, who, you know, even though they didn't really add that much this offseason, they kind of resigned uh, mo- more uh, the guys that they already had. I feel like mm-hmm. just – Speaking, speaking pure talent-wise, they're number one in the division right now, and I think Philadelphia has to try to catch up to them. For sure, for sure. I see some love in the comments. Man, my guy Sean asking me, what do I think about the Browns moves? I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, I do got that written down. Um, but we got um, – moving on, man. Um, we got the Dolphins moves. I like their moves. Um, they just signed the former Cowboy, Byron Jones. Um, also picked up Kyle Van Noy, former Patriot, played under um, Brian Flores. Um, Eric Flowers, um, he's a Miami guy. He gets to go to the Dolphins. Um, Emmanuel Ogba, Jordan Howard, and Shaq Lawson. So I like these moves. They're not uh, super splash moves besides the Byron Jones because we all knew he was going to get paid. Um, but I do like these moves, man. I feel like I'm not, not going to say they're going to be good, but I feel like they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out, man. They're definitely going to be a tough out. So I like I like what the Dolphins did, man. And free agency is not over yet. Um, this is a team who had the most cap space to spend. And they 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 um they spent a lot of money, man, so far. So uh, what you think about these moves? Yeah, I think they're solid moves. They picked up a lot of guys, uh, not necessarily superstar talent, even though mm-hmm. Byron Jones, was the he got the big, big price tag. You know, he's not mentioned as one of, like, that top five or maybe even top ten corners in the team. I mean, in, right. the, in the league, but he's, like, he's a good player. And I feel like I feel like the Dolphins, you know, they they kind of, like, stripped it down last year, you know, and they, they just said we're going to start new. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. kind of paying off. Now you see, like, you know, you got some you, – you, they're bringing in some, some quality guys. They were kind of playing, like, with a lot of guys – like off the street last year, so you know, feel like they're rebuilding their culture. They will be, they're rebuilding their team, and you know, it's not going to all come together till they get their quarterback of the future, which I think will be Tua. Um, you know, they have the fifth pick, so you know, they don't have like a, you know, they have to watch out for the Lions, maybe the Redskins trying to pick him. But I feel like if they get Tua, in combination with all these pieces that they've added, I feel like. They'll definitely be a hard-nosed football team this year. And then uh-huh. next year, they'll be, like, in the position to kind of take that that leap that we've seen in the past few years from, like, the Bears or the 49ers, one of those type of teams. For sure, for sure. Even the Bills in their division. Right. Uh, so let's move on, man. We got a couple of moves. I just wanted to touch on it. If you got anything you want to say about it, you know, let me know. We got the okay. Cowboys re-signing Amari Cooper. We also got the Giants signing James Bradbury. And oh, we got the Browns, man. They made a couple of moves. They signed Jack Conklin, and they also signed Austin Hooper. So, uh, B. Jones, what's your thoughts on any of those moves that I just mentioned? Then we're going to hop into underrated moves, and then we're also going to hop into um, biggest winners and losers. And then we're going to talk about those guys that are still available, still out there. Okay, yeah. Uh, Mark Hooper don't really have too much to say. Uh, the Redskins... Uh, it was between the Cowboys and the Redskins from what I saw. I think that um, Amari Cooper deciding to stay with the Cowboys was in the best interest for him, the Cowboys and the Redskins. I feel like all sides won because if the Reds, allegedly the Redskins were trying to pay him more than what the Cowboys pay him. Which is crazy, bro. Yeah. The Redskins were trying to give Amari Cooper more than what he got. Yeah, and he's he's he would have been getting over $20 million per year and I don't, I'm not, I don't even know if he's a top five receiver. So I feel like 
for them at this point in their rebuild to be allocating that much money to a wide receiver, it it just wouldn't it would kind of like hamstring their rebuild. But I feel like Dallas, you know, Dallas is a good fit for him. You know, Dak Prescott, him and Dak Prescott, they have like some kind of chemistry. So I feel like that's a good fit. Uh, James Bradbury to the Giants. You know, that's a quality signing. Um, I don't really agree with the price tag that, you know. That it's only three years, though. That's the thing. I, that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's how I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So, you know, that's a quality signing. You know, they needed a uh, a cornerback. You know, that's a good pickup. And what, what was the last one that you said? Uh, I was talking about the Browns movie. Oh, Browns. Um, and uh, Austin Hooper. I, yeah. I I really agree with that Austin Hooper thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they picked up like another lineman too, like a guard. So it's good to I see that they so. they got O lineman help because that was a uh, that was an issue that they needed to address last year. You know, they were in the mention to be in the mix for Trent Williams throughout the year. Obviously, mm-hmm. that that didn't materialize. But you know, the O line pickups were good. The the Austin Hooper signing is kind of confusing. You know, he got a big contract for a tight end, and that's not really a position of need for them. But, you know, I mean, I guess it's another weapon. But, yeah, that that that, that signing, you know, was kind of a little confusing. My thing with the Browns, it's just they have so many mouths to feed. Um, mm-hmm. they, Obviously, their season did not go as how they, you know, envisioned and how many other people thought it would go. I mean, I thought it could go just how it went. But, you know, that's neither here or there. But I just felt like they had so many mouths to feed. And then you sign another guy with a big price tag. He's going to want to get fed, too. But you got Odell Beckham Jr. on the roster. Jarvis Landry, he's going to get fed because he already has, you know, that chemistry with Baker um, more than, you know, the other guys. And then you still got Nick Chubb. And then uh, I think they're bringing back Kareem Hunt. So it's just to me, they still have a bunch of mouths to feed. Um, I know they got, um, you know, a new coach and all of that. Um, well, I think it's Stefanski, I think, um, guy from the Vikings, I think. But um, it's just, I don't know, man. Austin Hooper thing was a little head scratching, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, if you got any underrated moves, man, that you want to mention, man, what do you think are some underrated moves that occurred? Yeah, I'm shooting a blank right now. I definitely go ahead. You go ahead and start start off. I think I definitely. I think yeah. the Dolphins honestly made all the underrated moves. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I, know, I think I know who I got. Um, I want to say the Lions. Now, this comes with an asterisk because they did sign. Oh, my man just said Jarrell Casey getting traded to the Broncos. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the Lions, they signed a lot of, of ex-Patriots guys. They got like Jamie Collins, Deron Harmon. They got like a few more guys. And uh-huh. You, and they got Desmond Trufant. Yeah, they got Desmond Trufant, and then um, maybe they'll pick Jeff Okuda too in the in the draft. So you know, I feel like they're low key building like a kind of nice defense. Now, keep in mind, this is the Lions. This is Matt Patricia. I don't really trust him as a head coach, but the signings, like as a standalone, the signings are good. So you know, that's that would be something to keep an eye on. Uh, that's interesting. I, th- I think I got Shout a. Few- uh-huh. Yeah, I think I got a few more, but you could go ahead because I got I got to think of them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my guy Sean who just uh, said this to me, and uh, he said he said Gerald McCoy. Yeah, I thought that was a real good uh, pickup um, for the Cowboys. I I was pissed when I saw that too, man, because I forgot Gerald McCoy was on a one year with the Panthers, and I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, they got Gerald McCoy. Um, but the Cowboys did lose some guys. Uh, who? Oh, Robert Quinn signed with the Bears. Um. We had the Nick Foles trade to the Bears that I didn't bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, my guy Zeke just said, what if Gurley goes to the Bucks?" I talked about that earlier, man. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could be a potential landing spot for Gurley. But mm-hmm. um, back to the underrated moves. Oh, yeah, uh, Leonard Floyd, he got let go, uh, and he signed with the Rams. Yeah, that was um, that was a, a low-key signing because they, they got him for the low, too. That was a low-key mm-hmm. signing. They got him in yeah. uh, A'shaun Robinson. Yeah, Ashawn Robinson too. Yeah, the Rams they kind of doing a couple of things over there. But um, they lost. They lost a lot. But though. they lost a ton. Uh, Corey Littleton. That's another one. To the Raiders. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rams lost a lot, man. But um, let's talk about um free agents still available. If you don't have any more underrated uh, moves. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean we got Melvin Gordon. 
We got Melvin yeah, Gordon. Melvin Gordon's still out there. We I jumped see. and talked about this, man. We was like, he's not going to get the money that he think he deserves. Right. We talked about this. That holdout messed, hold messed him up, man. It messed him up. I think I saw, one of the places I saw him potentially landing was the Bills. I think that would be a pretty good fit. But um, Melvin Gordon on the Bills? Yeah. The Bills? Yeah. The Bills or the Bucks. Other than that, I don't. I mean, maybe Miami. Other than that, I don't really see too much mm-hmm. else out there for him. Um, we got Jameis. Um, yeah, Jameis. Yeah, I mean, for really, the Patriots are the only team that needs a starting quarterback. Uh, the Chargers do too, but they say they want to go with Ty- Tyrod Taylor. So and I don't think. Just saying that we're all in for Trevor Lawrence. That's what it says to me. Even well, though I like Tyrod, though. The Chargers? No, I, th- I think yeah. they're trying to get uh, Herbert, or they're trying to drive. They're trying to draft somebody. I don't know who, but they're trying to draft somebody. Um, I don't think the Patriots will sign Jameis. So. Oh, Clowney's still out there. My God. Clown- yeah, Clowney. Uh, Clowney. Um, I th- Jameis. I don't honestly don't know where he goes. I, I feel like he'll have to take a backup job. Um, maybe somewhere like the Steelers or. You know, somewhere like that. But um, Cam Newton, he's not a free agent yet, but he's expected to be released. I don't know where he goes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know where Cam goes either. The top two definite, I don't. The top two destinations for him would be um, the Patriots or the Chargers, and thus far, none of the none of them seem interest interested in him. I thought the Bears would have been a good fit, but they picked Nick Foles. But um, I don't get that, man. Yeah, maybe the Redskins with Ron Rivera, but I don't like that. I don't like that fit because, first of all, Dan, um, Dwayne Haskins is Dan Snyder's guy. So you bringing in another guy that's a former MVP, used to start in, and he, he's gonna be battling with the owner's guy. And then the offense there is not really kind of suited for him. You know, the top playmakers are Adrian Peterson and Terry McLaurin. You know, it's not really that. That that's. A decent start, but you know Cam Newton, he's not that guy from three, four years ago where he could put the team on his back, go to the Super Bowl with Ted, yeah. his number one receiver. So I feel like that wouldn't be a good fit for either side. So honestly, I don't know where he goes. I don't, I don't know where he goes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Forgot this trade. Forgot to mention that um the Buckner to the Colts trade um that happened. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Um. What are your thoughts on that one, man? Uh, the 49ers, they get a um a pretty good first round pick, man. Yeah. You know, they could possibly parlay that into, you know, more picks or, or they could take I don't know, man, maybe a CD Lamb or um a Jerry Judy falls to them. Yeah, um I like it for both sides actually. You know, that's a good the Colts defense kind of took a step back last year, but I feel like that's a good piece to, you know, solidify their front seven. And get their defense mm-hmm. back to the level that we saw the previous year. As far as the 49ers, yeah, I mean, they could go anywhere with that pick. They could, I saw a mock draft earlier that had them uh, taking Henry Ruggs. So, is it? Man. So, is this, I mean, <laughs> is, is, if they take a receiver there, they'll probably be able to get, they'll at least one of the, at least two out of the at least yeah at least two out of the three of the top guys because Cardinals not really looking for a receiver anymore and the only people in front of them that are probably looking for a receiver is probably the Raiders so I feel like at thirteen they could they could go anywhere with that pick so that's Man. that's a good value. Henry Ruggs to the 49ers would be a match made in heaven. I'm gonna just say that. It's like right a Tyreek Hill. That would be their Tyreek Hill. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. So. I think uh, somebody told me, uh, my boy Sean said, Everson Griffin is also still out there. Emmanuel Sanders is also yeah. still out there. Um, as I'm intrigued to see where he winds up, man. I really am. So there was mutual interest between him and the Cowboys. I also saw something that said the Redskins would be interested. Um, so it'll be cool, man. It'll be real cool. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about the Redskins. Uh, you know, for the local people, for all the local news, man, mm-hmm. we got. Um, they picked up Kendall Fuller. They reunited with him. Um, they also they made like some underrated sneaky moves that I like. Um, you know, like um, low risk, high reward possibly. Yeah, Sean and also, Davis. I think, yeah, Sean Davis. That could be um a low risk, high reward because I never like how they would just always put. Uh, they will also they will always say Monte Nicholson is our guy, uh, starting at safety. Um, 
So, no, nah, man, let, let somebody else battle it out with him. You know, obviously Landon Collins is starting. But uh, let's see if, you know, Sean Davis could come out there and start with him. Um, I kind of figured that Thomas Davis uh, uh, signing would happen. It just it just seemed like it would. It just I don't. It just seemed like it would, cause um, but I think that's a good. I think that plays really well in the locker room. Um, Thomas Davis. I think that's a good locker room guy, and uh, obviously he's a Rivera guy, so I like that. Um, what else? Kevin Pierre Lewis. He's more of like a special teams ace, but I definitely like that. Um, they also picked up um, McKissick from the Lions. Mm-hmm. Um, that should be solid. I mean, they haven't really made any splashy moves, but I really do like that they signed Kendall Fuller. Because uh, I didn't I didn't like when he got traded in the Alex Smith deal. But, uh, you know, at least they got him back, man. They didn't pay a premium to get him. Paying him, what, $10 million a year? Um, that's about his price tag. And, uh, yeah, they didn't, you know, he they just, didn't overpay. Yeah, they didn't overpay. So I like that, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't have too much to say about the moves. Like, they're pretty, like, low-key moves, you know. Nobody's probably looking too deep into them except people that are like actually Redskins fans. But <laughs> you know, they're 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 like good value moves. If they don't pan mm-hmm. out, it's not like they really overpaid anybody. I think they're um they still gotta address tight end and receiver. You know, they're probably going chase young at pick two, so I guess they'll address that as like in the later rounds in the draft, but those um they definitely need another receiver, and they need a, a, a to pick up a tight end. So those, I feel like those are their two biggest needs right now. Definitely, man. Um, you got anything else you want to add? Uh, we could do winners and losers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. winners and losers, mm-hmm. man. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. This is your, this is your idea. This is like your okay. segment. So talk to me, yes. man. Yes, I'll start with my losers. Uh, I feel like my three biggest losers are the Patriots. The Rams. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about the Jaguars. They're a loser, but I'm not even going to give them the credit of throwing them in this situation. I'm dead. Oh, actually, 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 I got four losers. So, Patriots, Rams, Bears, and Texans. Okay, so, yeah, Texans definitely. So, they got uh, they got robbed. Yeah, Texans. I don't. Cardinals got to win. Yeah, yeah. Texans, um, just off the strength of the DeAndre Hopkins trade, don't really have to say too much uh, more on that. The Rams, we discussed it earlier. They lost like a lot of pieces, especially on defense. They lost, uh, they lost Littleton, No Carol, Roby Coleman. They lost Weddle, Clay Matthews. Um, I feel like they Brockers. I think Brockers. Yeah, they lost Michael Rogers yeah. as well. Yeah, so that's a lot of value on that defense. And they, I mean, they picked up Ashawn Robinson and they picked up, um, who was the other? Uh, uh, Floyd, Leonard Floyd. But, I mean, that's a lot of value on that defense. Um, they lost Todd Gurley as well. So they have a lot of holes to fill. I mean, they they don't really have that many picks, so but they still got time to fill those picks. But as, as of right now, they're a loser. Um, I want to say, oh, the Vikings, uh, the Vikings as well. The Vikings, they lost uh, Mackenzie Adams. Rams lost Who? Dante Fowler too. Rams right, lost Dante, Dante Fowler, Fowler too. too. Yeah, yeah. So they lost a lot on that defense. Uh, the Vikings are in here because they lost. Of course, they lost Stephon Diggs. They lost Mackenzie Alexander and they lost Trey Wayne's, uh, Everson Griffin too. So they've got a lot of. They lost a lot on their defense as well. Um, Patriots, they lost Tom Brady, and they lost a lot of pieces on defense. They lost Van Noy, Deron Harmon, and Jamie Collins. And who, uh, I think I had one more. Who was, oh, the Bears. The Bears. Uh, I mean, they didn't lose too much, but I feel like the, the Robert Quinn signing was good, but I feel like picking up Nick Foles, that just eliminates all the good that you've done. I feel like Nick Nick, right, it canceled it out. Yeah, Nick Foles, he's, we just saw that he couldn't even beat out Gardner. He couldn't keep his job over Gardner Minshew. Even though he got hurt, he came back. He didn't really do anything. He's never really done anything outside of Philadelphia. So for you to say, okay, we, we missed on Mitch Trubisky. Now we're going to try with Nick Foles. It's just like repeating the same mistake over and over again. Like They'll probably be in the same situation next year. So yeah, uh, I don't yeah. get it. 
Yeah, that's 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 a loser for me. Who you got for losers? Um, I think I gotta just really go with you, man. Uh, the Texans, they they're a huge loser. Um, just because I mean, if you're gonna trade DeAndre Hopkins, at least get you know some great value for him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. at least at least get value. Like at least get what the Giants got for Odell Beckham because DeAndre Hopkins is on the same level of him. It's not better. Um, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get it, man. Um, another loser, uh, uh the Patriots. Cause, um, it's like, if you, if Tom Brady's walking, what's your plan B? And I just don't, as th- at this present moment, I just don't see a plan B. And then, you know, they even lost guys like Kyle Van Noy, mm-hmm. um, Jamie Collins, Danny Shelton. They also lost, um, they lost some guys, man. And, you know, I thought, thought Kyle Van Noy was a pretty good underrated player for them. And uh, uh, even Jamie Collins, uh, you know, even in his both of his stints with the uh, Patriots. I just I just don't know, man. It's, it's kind of weird for me to say I don't know like where the Patriots are headed, but I just don't know. It's, it's weird. To, it's weird to even say. Um, so like you said, man, they're a loser. Um, do I have another loser? Uh, pretty much yours, man. Pretty okay. much yours. Um, uh, winners. I, I say I got the Dolphins. I don't know if you said the Dolphins is a winner, but um, I I, I just really like their moves, man. Cause they weren't they weren't like super splash besides the Byron Jones move. But I just feel like these moves are really good, really good, like sneaky, like quality moves. And I feel like they might even do some more things. Um, the Bills to me are a winner. The Cardinals definitely a winner because you get DeAndre Hopkins and you help out Kyler Murray, who I think is going to be really good, and that also helps extend Larry Fitzgerald's career. Um, you also got weapons like Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, sneaky players. Um, so I, I like that man. I, I definitely like DeAndre Hopkins, and if you can get him for what they got him for, shoot, uh, you 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 you're the first winner in my book, and um. Uh, I guess that's it, man. I guess I guess that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't do my winners yet, but yeah, I got the same ones. I got the Cardinals, Bills, and the uh, Dolphins. You know, not three teams that I wouldn't say they're super bowl contenders at the moment, but they've definitely had uh, the best off season so far as far as picking up value and filling their needs. I don't really have to rehash everything you said but because you kind of covered it all but yeah those are for sure those are my winners uh thus far for sure man and uh you know free agency really just started um Mm -hmm. so there's still a lot of names that we mentioned um then there's some teams that could hop into the mix man maybe you know have us you know rethinking what we just said about winners and losers but uh i think the texans are gonna be a loser regardless so we just gonna leave that there but um yeah, man, that's it, man. Uh, I really thank you for coming on, man. We did a preview. We did a midseason recap. We did a um, postseason preview. And now we're talking offseason, man. It's great that I could have you on and we could have, you know, this great dialogue and something to talk about, man. Even despite, you know, what's going on with the coronavirus, um, we all know about all the players that have test positive. Um, you know, the people who, you know, are just regular people like me and you who are affected by this, you know, people getting laid off and, you know, jobs closing, stores closing. You know, we could be in for a, you know, nationwide lockdown at some point, man. But, but um, I'm just glad that me and you are here and we're able to, you know, talk about this, man. And, and you know, even, you know, have some great dialogue and, you know, just give people, you know, I guess, what, an hour long episode to, you know, just have fun with man so thanks for coming on bro i really really appreciate you man you already know how we rock man you know it's all understood yes sir bro it's always an honor to come on here and chop it up with you you know you're a knowledgeable dude you know not giving me some barbershop tapes you know so <laughs> uh, you go in a barbershop you hear anything you know but um <laughs> <For sure>. yeah. <laughs> it's, all it's, right bro uh go ahead no, I'm just saying it was good back and forth. So, For sure, always a bro. pleasure. Good talk. Good talk. 
yeah, I'm gonna look up uh, how many times you you've been on the show, man. I know the first time you came on was episode 35, but I'm gonna look up and count how many times you've been on this show, bro. So next time, I'm just introducing you, say for the such and such time, my brother B Jones. But appreciate you coming through, man. You already know, man. I love and respect you for everything that you do, man. Behind the scenes, man, because this I'm the man on the scene. B. Jones is the man behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? So, without this guy, man, Curry in the pot is nothing. I gotta let y'all know that every time. Man, that's just that on that, man. Love, bro. Love. Yes, sir. So, um, for everybody that stuck around, man, everybody that tuned in on the IG Live, I really, really appreciate y'all, man. You know, like I said, man, we got a lot of things going on in the world. Um, I know everything isn't just about sports. The world doesn't revolve around it. But uh, sports is, you know, a big part of my world, man. So I hope you guys enjoy the content. Hope you guys enjoy episode 122. Again, appreciate B. Jones for coming on, man. But uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Curry signing out. Episode number 122 is done. Peace. Peace.